Hello, welcome to another episode of Not Alone Today podcast. I am Anu. And I am Joseph. Nice to have you. Great. Um, today's question is from Tunde. He wants to know the two kids we engaged with and the persons we followed critically for our development. And um, tool kits. It's a bit of a mouthful, so I'll pass it over to Kala to explain to us what two kits are. <laughs> Funny you. Um, so Tunde is basically asking, I mean, my understanding of the question is what are the factors <laughs> that contributed to our growth and development. The way the question was phrased, it makes it sound like we have grown and mm. developed. <laughs> but actually, growth and development is a lifetime project for True. everyone. Um, the moment you stop growing, <laughs> you start dying. Mm. Um, mm. So, in actual, in actual fact, the question should be, or what we are going to be responding to is more or less, what are those factors? I, I, I think the word factors should be more all-encompassing. Okay. What are those factors that have contributed to mm. our, or that are contributing, rather, mm. to our ongoing growth yes, and development? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, th- there's that. The other part of the question, um, anyways, maybe we'll come back to that. Okay, so um, what are the factors that have contributed or that are contributing to our ongoing growth and development? Mm. In the first instance, what is the soil for this growth and development? Mm, The soil. Uh, And that's the soil of salvation. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, we're talking as Christians. Tunde is asking as a Christian young young man. Um, Mm -hmm. And so in that sense, our salvation, um, we... Came to I came to I, I can speak for myself. I know you are saved, but I can't I can't tell your story for you. Uh, okay. But I knew I, I there was a point in my life that I came to the end of myself. Mm. I grew up in a Christian family. Um, I've always known about God, done church all my childish years in that sense. Yeah, you know it's weird. Yeah, you said done church, and I felt a pang in my heart. Like oh, those those good little children you see going to church with their parents every Sunday, because I didn't do church. What did you do? I um. I did did a little bit of mosque. I did a little bit of mosque, going to the mosque <laughs> with wearing Tesville on my neck day, day, day and night yeah, for so, like a so, whole time. So that, that then becomes part of your story. When I say did church or that I did church, mm. actually I'm speaking of it in, in the irony of, of what that meant. And I because feel proud of the fact that I, I admire children who mm-hmm. had their whole life in church you see what i'm saying you are doing the irony but i'm saying i am actually appreciative of that background that you have or that you add yeah thank you rightly so um but again there are so very many people that have that kind of background that are walking away from the faith yeah uh, as i probably would have done uh, because it came to a point when it was too clear to me that in spite of being born into a christian family uh, doing all of those kind of things i was living basically a hypocritical life on the outside i look like the good boy that everybody would yeah i mean everything just looks okay i wasn't doing bad academically either uh but i was struggling with personal um secret sins we would call Mm. them um and it came to a point where i just knew that i needed a kind of help that i've not even found in church in Mm. that sense Mm. so i came to the end of myself cried out to god for help and in a dramatic event brought me to to know him in a way that makes it possible for me to then continue to journey on in victory mm. um, with him. So yeah, that's my story. I don't know what your story is. That's great. I like um I like how you distinguished between being a churchgoer and being saved. 
Mm-hmm. So one of your toolkit was the salvation aspect, mm-hmm. which is true for me too. I got saved because I wanted God to restore my parents' marriage, so to say. Like I was helpless. Like Kola said, he got mm-hmm. to the end of himself. I was helpless. Like I'd done everything I could do humanly possible, mm-hmm. but I was driven to God's help. And that's how I got saved. And it's actually still working for me. Beautiful. So that's why I called it the soil. It is upon that that every other thing then gets Mm. built. The second thing I could readily point to is the whole concept of service. And when I say service, not service in terms of church service that you attend, Mm. but what you do, like serving in church, in a particular unit in church. Um, I can't tell the story of my growth and development without remembering all the very many opportunities and avenues for serving that I enjoyed even some of them before i really got saved before i came to that point in my life where i could say yeah now i know i know god i'm in a relationship with god in a very meaningful way but i've always embraced every opportunity to serve and then the university fellowship i was a part of when i was doing my undergrad um, gave me lots of platforms for service right from my first year Till my final year, mm-hmm. served in various capacities, and that went on into my National Youth Service Corps. Till mm-hmm. date, basically, just all sorts of opportunities and avenues of for service, which had, in turn, opened very many doors, uh, and are still opening doors for me. How about you? Yeah, mine is a bit different because service for me is actually towards others than for myself. <laughs> I wasn't serving myself. It was too much. <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness. I was trying to say, in your capacity as Bible study facilitator, like it was you reading the Bible and giving it to others. Mm-hmm. My, my own serving, we usually would be cooking for people. I, I serve in capacity of helping people. And the more I do that, the more I found myself, the mm-hmm. more confident I become in the God that I serve. So mm-hmm. it, it, it was good for me. And I like that. I mean, taking service beyond the context of I serve in church, I serve in church, I serve in church. Mm. That's equally very important because for someone like me, I had many opportunities to serve in church. Mm. But we all have every opportunity to continue to serve outside of church. And there, I mean, just so very many opportunities as such. So Mm. thanks for pointing that out. The third one, and I think this is a biggie um, that we could point to readily is relationships. At the Mm. end of the day, Everything we can point to in terms of our growth and development is because God used someone or we're in a relationship with someone. And that doesn't necessarily even have to be positive relationships. Some of them would be negative relationships. Mm -hmm. Uh, But let's start from the positive aspect, um, especially looking back to when our relationship started, you and I. Mm -hmm. um, It started about the same time or in the same context whereby we had this group of friends yeah. we call ourselves the sect of love you, you <laughs> named us you gave us that name um that we we were intentionally doing life together we would mm. meet in the house of one of us we'll break bread and pray together sow seeds into the future mm. and things like that and i mean i keep looking back to those precious moments that we shared together and i was like oh my god thank god for those those months mm. they literally contributed to to our growth in in different ways right that's true i am very independent so i think god has worked the way god is working with me is mm. to make me see how very relevant people are to me mm. and my growth mm. i had this belief that i can do all things by myself so far i have the holy spirit <laughs> but over time like literally the holy spirit took me through the nine fruits of the spirit i think i i stopped at 
patience. I'm still on patience, basically. <laughs> and it will bring people across my way that will test that patience. Mm. And if I if I get too overheated and I'm praying, I'm saying, God, I don't like this situation, they would say, oh, you haven't learned yet. Mm. So I'll finish that. I'll meet another person that will teach me another core lesson of patience. And I'll, yeah, so, so it's, I have learned to work with people and to not just work with them, to make sure that I find the purpose that we are together at the time. Mm. It's it's really relevant to know why I am with them. That way, I won't abuse our relationship while we are together and it's helped me so far. That's beautiful. Yes. Um, I mean, each of these points, we could literally spend a whole episode episode on them and just dig into it, really, rather Mm. than just touching on them um like this but yeah mm. another point we could think of um or another factor mm. would be giving in a sense that's very close to serving or mm. service um but again of course most times when people hear giving especially in christian circles <laughs> they are thinking of giving money, money. uh but really I, I can look back to different experiences now mm. of how by just literally giving my time giving my resource giving my expertise giving my skill um giving my counsel giving your ears giving my ears mm-hmm. listening ears and all of that i've been able to to be a blessing to someone else and in the process be a blessing to myself because mm. i mean i so much believe in this principle which is one of the founding principles for not alone today podcast that through the comfort that we have received mm. we comfort mm. others mm. and god does that intentionally and so one of the ways that we have grown is in helping others to grow and that necessarily requires of me to give and in giving as such i get back and grow as such as important as it is is the least factor we are willing to engage with Mm. we live in a me myself and i world we can just be in our own cocoon and not bother about people some of us we acquire so much spiritual knowledge about god mm. and it's all to our bosom the fire just keeps burning in us but we need to let the heat out your mm. story needs to be heard even if you're if you're going through storms babe that storm you're going through if mm. someone else hears it yeah it will save their life mm. Mm. so share share don't 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 cover your candle don't cover your light under a bushel it won't help anyone mm. my mentality was oh if i give of myself then I, like I, like i'll lose myself in giving no in giving you find yourself mm. every time we give more is poured back into us especially if you're led by god mm. it won't just leave you high and dry just pour out yourself and let god replenish what you've what has gone out and you find that you have even double of what you had Mm, thank you um another factor we could touch on is and this is generic prayer Mm. talking to god the thing to stress in this particular point is it seemed in my own experience Mm. that most of what i'm enjoying today Mm. are the seeds of the prayers of my parents Mm. and the prayers in my past Mm. i say that in the sense of the fact that i'm very much aware of um how much I invested into praying about the future while I was still um, in, in uni for my undergrad. Mm. This is between 2005 and 2009, 2010. Um, and many of the things I was praying about then, I, had, I mean, we had this prayer group with some other friends. Many of those things, I'm working in those realities now, such that my prayers of today, many times in the spirit, I see them as 
sowing seeds for the future mm-hmm. um sometimes just intentionally laying hands on the kids to pray for them and mm. things like that just speaking into their future speaking into our future the future of our marriage the future of the mm. ministry god has given us and all of that um so yeah prayer just talking to god and again maybe to also tease out the fact that the way i've always understood prayer i've never been the violent pray shake your head <laughs> fall down and die kind of <laughs> prayers um i've always enjoyed prayer in the sense of talking to god as a friend mm. um, which takes away all of the force in a sense um that's not to say that praying passionately and vigorously there is no place for it and there, there is a place for that and there are times i pray like that mm-hmm. uh, but for the most part i think my understanding of prayer has helped me tremendously to grow in the sense that i don't see prayer as a burden mm-hmm. i don't think of prayer and then start thinking oh no, god i want to pray again <laughs> want to pray but it's it's just as simple as talking to my friend talking mm. to my master who happens to also be my friend mm. and my lord and my and my all in all so yeah Yes, for me, mm-hmm. prayer is a reflective um, Pur- process. process. Mm-hmm. Even if when I have a situation, just recollecting how it's come through for me before, mm. surge the passion for the present situation. I just find yourself not asking God, but just thanking Him for the victories is won already. Mm. And it's also something you mentioned in your in your factor. You said you said bank prayers. Mm. There was this um my father in law, um mm. Daddy Toroti, bless his soul. He taught me the meaning of bank prayers. Mm. So I was living with them in Nigeria when we were pregnant with Joshua. Mm. And his church, they pray a lot. Oh my days. Mm. Pray, 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 pray. So one day when we go home from church, I'll just chatting with him and say, ah, sir, why do you, why do you, why do you guys pray so much? I was not mentioned like, when we went last Sunday, they pray for the same thing. We went on Thursday, they pray for the same <laughs> thing. He was just smiling and shaking his head. I let, he let me finish everything. I love my ranting. I said, Anu, do you know what they call bank prayers? I said, bank prayers. Like, you're praying into situations that are yet to come. And mm. when that situation comes, the things you've said to it mm. will be fulfilled. Mm. And I looked at him dubiously. I think, why would I pray for something ahead that hasn't happened? <laughs> <laughs> and he explained to me very yeah. gently how how it works. And I I I agreed with him. And since then, uh, if there is if there is any prayer for in my church that I don't really agree with, I pray it along. I just <laughs> I am praying bank prayers. I am depositing to the bank of my prayers. And when it gets time to withdraw, I will mm. get all my cash and everything ready for me. So. So yeah, don't take prayers like the raise prayer in, prayers in church that doesn't even you don't you can't even relate with. Just don't take it in stride. Just pray your heart into it because they are called bank prayers. God mm. bless you. That's an interesting theologizing process. I I love it. Um, another, and this is again another broad category apart from prayer. So so far we've talked about prayer. We've talked about giving. We've talked about relationships. We've talked about service. We've talked about the soil of salvation upon which all of them are standing. But one other critical one would be training and resources. Uh, and that would include online resources as mm. well. Um, resources, books, messages, podcasts, <laughs> um, conferences. Uh, and in, in the last one year, in the, in the context of the lockdown, mm. there are so very many conferences and events that used to be that people used to be locked out of in the sense of you mm. can't go because you i mean it's happening in another part of the world or whatever the but the world has shrunk further 
um, in the last one year such that many events as such are now very much accessible um, online. I've been always intentional basically uh, and I know my wife is as well. I've been always intentional about um, wanting to engage with resources that would make me better. I'm kind of a radio person. I find listening to the radio very therapeutic. So I think I've taken that therapy mm. to podcasts <laughs> so I can listen to podcasts all day. Mm. I might not hear half of what they're saying to me, but, <laughs> but I just find it therapeutic listening to Christian podcasts. Mm. I follow people by their topics, so to say. Mm. So one is on motherhood, one is on pastor's wife, another will be on book reviews, another will be like theology, because my husband is a pastor and he talks about his exegesis and things I have to learn. My followership on podcast basically is determined by the topic that I wish to learn. The theme. And it, the theme, yes. So as long, when I'm done with the theme, I move on to the next. So I, I enjoy podcasts. Um, it, it's very useful for me. But the training aspect. You are learning on the job. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Training doesn't have to be, I mean, training doesn't necessarily happen in the context of you pay so, so, so a month, you sit down to receive some lectures that you may never go back to check your notes about. Most of our learning happen on as we live it out, as mm. we engage whatever it is that we're trying to do. And that leads to the next point, actually, failures. Because mm. in the process of trying out things and doing stuff, you will fail. Mm. And one of the major contributors to my growth personally is in many, very many failures. <laughs> <laughs> failures in the sense of you try something one way, it doesn't work. Mm. At least then you know that that is one way, it doesn't work. You are closer to <laughs> the ways in which it could work um, and things like that. So, I, yeah, I've learned a lot from failures. It's the risk we take in our Christian journey. One other thing I could, I mean, there are, this list is inexhaustive, mm -hmm. but one other thing I could point to would be just the general desire for exposure. Mm -hmm. I think for you, as much of you that I know, it's <laughs> your curiosity. It finds expression as curiosity. You want to know stuff. For me, it's not just wanting to know stuff, but yeah, I think it is. <laughs> no, the thing is, you always have a purpose for the things you know because you're a Bible scholar, you're a Bible teacher, and you're actually studying theology, so I am not. Mm -hmm. I'm just a member of the church. Mm -hmm. So what you say as curiosity is just because I don't have an output? If only, if only the things that you are, you are, you are curious about are theological. You are yeah. curious about everything. <laughs> you are curious about someone is cooking a particular kind of recipe. Uh, maybe I should follow her. You are curious oh, about no. anything and everything. No, really. Just just before we started recording this, what pricked your curiosity? Something about racism and, and feminism and whatever yeah. it is on, on Instagram. That doesn't mean I'm, I'm curious about everything. I choose my topic, which is everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't try. I know that I can over overdo with my curiosity, so I do try to kind of moderate mm. my curiosity to what is needed at the time. So yeah, I do agree with. But basically, you. I mean, curiosity itself is the basic unit of growth mm -hmm. in the sense of exposure that I'm talking about. A good example would be um, the kind of Bible college that I attended. Mm. So I'm in a church. Um, I'm affiliated with a denomination where we have our own theological seminary, mm -hmm. and that would be the the, the theological seminary every pastor is supposed to be trained in, trained in but there's something about me that just wants not just that i want something more than mm. that i want to also 
I want to I want to be exposed to different other options out there and mm. maybe then come to critically <laughs> so that, ground that, myself okay. in my in my searching in my quest for knowledge mm. in a sense and, and stuff like that. So just that desire to to know to learn softwares that I may not necessarily be needing on a day-to-day basis to to yeah, just that kind of exposure i think it is that desire and that exposure in a sense that has also that's part of what i'm saying we are recording a podcast and she's checking out <laughs> a picture on instagram right now Wait. of a baby that is placed inside something that looks a like a pot of ball. lemons you wonder what people do on social media these days anyways uh but yeah that's 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 it you need that kind of curiosity <laughs> for you to grow yeah. Mm, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. So we'll move on to the people, the persons we critically followed. Who we follow might not apply to you. So saying them to you might make you want to try them out. If you are like me and you're curious, I'll go look, listen to them and then get distracted from what I should be doing. So that makes that makes sense. So yeah, it's just better for us to the Holy Spirit will lead us to the people we need to follow. Yeah. Per season. And, and I think we should stress something. It's been stressed to me by the Holy Spirit that the people you're with in this season of your life does not necessarily mean they'll follow you to the next season. You should mm. learn to give things a clean cut and not try to patch relationships that are not meant to follow you to the next seasons mm. of your life. And there's a book I read that the man called them Destiny Helpers. You just time when when they've helped you, it's time to let them go and get another kind of helper. Mm. So to say. I, I believe I'm persuaded that there are some destiny helpers that will be with you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Namely your spouse. Um besides that indeed um God will bring people your way seasonally. Mm. And again, the fact that God is leading you to to learn some things from someone today doesn't mean that it would have you continue to learn from them mm. for the rest of your life, mm. as the case may be. Um, so yeah, people critically, persons critically followed is not, it would be according to how the Spirit leads you, mm. which should bring us to the conclusion that actually all of this process is superintended by the holy spirit yes. um we could go on and on just churning out principles and and stuffs as factors that contributed to our growth but in actual fact in reality mm. the holy spirit is is the one that makes us grow mm. is the one that leads us to the resources is the one that gives us the instructions is the one that implants in us the curiosity True. that translates to exposure is the one that li- links us up with the kind of people that we need in our corner per time the ones that will bring the pressure points that we need for growth the ones that would that would actually spur growth on by speaking into our lives praying for us praying into us Mm -hmm. as the case may be um, and things like that so just emphasis on that on that factor of the holy spirit is superintendent role Mm -hmm. in all of this and how you should we should all develop our personal relationship with him yes concluding thoughts yes i do agree i agree with that summation is the is the superintendent superintendent over everything and following his leading will make our lives easy he would order our steps and keep us right if Mm -hmm. we choose to listen to him god bless you so thank you very much um Tunde, for that question the 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 thing to also point out as this is my own concluding thought is to say you see that practically all of these things are already available to you Tunde. i am persuaded that you're saved um that's why you're asking this question 
and I know that there are opportunities for you to serve. There are relationships in your life already. You've got something to give. You can pray to Jesus. And today is curious. That's why he's asking the question, <laughs> isn't he? Yes. Uh, and perhaps today has had some failures. We mm-hmm. all have. If 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 he's not, if he hasn't failed, then he's not a human being. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, basically all of that. Um, God bless him. Factors. So God bless us all. God bless you today. God bless every young person listening out there to everyone desiring growth and may growth happen to us as we take intentional steps to make it happen by God's grace and God's empowerment through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Remember, you're not alone. Today. God bless you.